0: This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here.
1: It's fertile ground for an often bitter standoff in the Western Cape, the ongoing tussle between those standing up for exotic trees and those wanting them gone those fighting for the removal of invasive she species say they pose an ecological hazard not just to other plant species but also to natural water sources critical to our existence McFarlane Mulady visited the stunning famous biome in the western cape to speak to both sides of this heated debate
0: Beautiful mountains hold Cape Town's most precious treasure, water. In 2018, Cape Town nearly ran out of water. Exotic trees like pines and eucalypts are a major part of the problem, sucking up water from the soil. It is now almost an unquestioned belief that non-indigenous trees should be eradicated. That they are a serious threat to the water supply that they were wrongly introduced decades ago in the colonial era to gratify the Eurocentric tastes of privileged whites. But there are those who say this is wrong, even irrational, and there is much more to consider that these trees are an integral part of our lives and of the wealth of this country. We simply cannot do without them. We joined arborists Leon Fisser and François Kricha in Cape Town's historic Odern Gardens. They work to preserve large trees around the Cape Town area in gardens and public spaces. How are we getting up
2: here? So we're going to climb this tree. Mm. Uh, We're not using ladders, we're going to be using ropes um, and some other devices to climb this tree physically. Leon
0: says that exotic trees have a significant place in the ecosystem, especially in cities their existence brings value of their own, aesthetic and cultural, that people need deeply. And the trees deserve to be cared for. So there's a
2: grove, that that entire grove is a protected grove.
0: They were measuring one of the garden's champion trees, a Norfolk pine, to add to their records of what trees exist in the city as a resource for people to enjoy.
2: So the, the, the first thing that we want to do is to get a line in place. We look around the corner there, checking, okay, am I close? I feel like Carte is
0: always trying to take me out. All the dangerous stuff that you might end up breaking a leg or losing a limb, that's where they put me. Hey?
2: They put you there.
0: Thanks. We tried to lend a hand, but to no avail. Yeah. Okay,
2: lift it up again. is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> all right. Look <laughs> okay, here, I'll show you how it works. <laughs> oh, I'm going <about> to
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, we measured at 44.4 4 meters. 44.4 4 meters? Yeah, okay. pretty much exactly. And um, that is a truly awesome height for a tree. So you look at a tree like that, it's not indigenous to South Africa. A lot of no. people would say that, that tree needs to be cut down because it's, it's invasive.
2: I would want to be moving away from using words like alien invasive. We would prefer to talk about introduced species or introduced trees. So that would be, we could say, a friendly introduced tree. It's not an invasive. It actually has enormous cultural value. And it's not a um, tree that's taking over the uh, catchment areas. There's a lot of trees indigenous to the country that just don't grow here. So by saying, oh, it must be indigenous, we are immediately limiting ourselves to what we can plant here.
0: A plantation and firebreak in Franschhoek is the perfect example of how eucalypts can be grown and maintained without risk to the water table or the natural fengbos fields.
3: Now we uh, smoke the entrance so the guard bees will run back into the hive. Okay. In the
0: shade of old and well-established trees, Beekeeper Anton Marais says that exotic eucalypts have a crucial role to play in giving the bees a healthy environment. What
3: significance does this sort of area have? Because the minute you say bluegums, people are going to be like, get rid of them, they're invasives. The bluegums, usually they have been planted uh, as a firebreak or a Mm windbreak, or um, they use it as timber for um, poles. What the beekeepers uh, find is that the nectar flow during the December and January months, are uh, very significant uh, to give uh, a good uh, honey harvest. Okay. So these sort of eucalypts then have a role to play. Are they invasive? Yeah, um, if they are, um, as they say, in a catchment area, uh, then they will um, uh, suck up a lot of water. But um, usually, on the um, established farms, uh, they are demarcated on uh, pieces of land where they don't use up so, so much water. In terms of invasiveness, uh, they can be uh, restricted to not uh, invade uh, into, like for instance, fane
0: This debate over food, bees and water is still raging and no one has found a resolution as yet. But bees' habitat, human culture and emotions aside, everyone agrees, in the fragile catchment areas, invasive trees like pines remain a real threat to the city's water. Some say greater than climate change. To prevent another water crisis from occurring again, the city started removing invasive species in remote mountain catchment areas.
1: The teams are clearing of pine trees, which is most uh, dominant in this site.
0: Pilisiwe Shange wanted to do this work since childhood to ensure access to water for people in disadvantaged areas after seeing people forced to collect water from streams.
1: This fainbos biome is very important. Uh, those species, you cannot find them anywhere else uh, except within Cape region. No. So it's very important that we try and protect this vegetation. So while we are doing the invasive clearing, we also try to ensure that uh, the, the, the fainbos has a chance to grow because these species, they outcompete the fainbos species.
0: If we do not do this clearing, what will happen?
1: We may end up losing the, the fainbos vegetation uh, because the invasive species also have a fire hazard. And now that the fainbos vegetation is, is fire-prone, it needs fire to resprout and for the, the seeds to germinate. And it does help with uh, ensuring that there's more water that flows to the dam, since the pine trees, they have deep root systems, and they also extract more water. So by clearing this in the long term, we'll have more water that flows to the catchments.
0: Started in 2019, they say the project is already showing remarkable success in restoring water but where they work is so remote and high up in the mountains there's only one way to find out we got into a chopper
3: the utmost important thing that i want you to notice first is how low this blade can come down
0: we flew with the nature conservancy who are part of the greater cape town water fund a consortium dedicated to restoring the city's scarce water resources and cutting down exotic trees is crucial to their work no matter what tree lovers might think what you hear from the guys that have been working down here is that you are already seeing some of the rainfall starting to thrive a lot more water going down to the lake there at the bottom by the dam They dropped us at the top of a steep canyon and we walked down the treacherous slope to where they have been monitoring the water flow for a few years now. Richard Bugin is a monitoring and evaluation manager for the Nature Conservancy. He is passionate about using science to benefit both conservation and the people who live surrounded by nature. How much of an impact do these exotics have on the water table or the water reserves in the Western Cape?
2: So they use significantly more water than the fainboss vegetation that they replace. Uh-huh. Um, and when na- the Nature Conservancy did the, the, the business case for the Greater Cape Town Water Fund, they found that if you remove all the invasives across those areas, um, this 54,300 hectares, you could reclaim an additional 55 billion liters of water wow. for Cape Town. That's, a, that's a current day usage. That's about two months of additional water supply. It improves water security, um, food security, but it also has a biodiversity benefit. Yes. The the famous will passively restore.
0: There is no doubt about the need to eradicate overgrown exotics to maximize water resources and protect the environment. But there is surely a place for a variety of trees to flourish, at least in urban landscapes.
2: What I would like to make a case for is a mosaic. Mm -hmm a variety of different landscapes that can accommodate the fynbos, that can accommodate the urban kind of forest as it were, and even plantations for that matter. There's not a need to be purist. We won't get that right. We're gonna be clashing forever.
1: Clearly the removal of overgrown exotics is vital to protecting Cape Town's precious natural water sources. But as Arborist Leon Fisser tells Mac, there's still a place for invasives in urban areas. Variety and balance is key. Remember, you can now access Carte Blanche stories anytime, anywhere, even offline. Carte Blanche the podcast is now available on all major podcast platforms. So be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button and be part of our growing online family.